Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Penn State opens as a nine-point favorite at Rutgers. Did the real Penn State team stand up in Saturday's 27-17 win over Michigan? The Lions' shorthanded offense delivered in Ann Arbor. And it may be time for James Franklin to enroll in a time management course. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. We'll tackle those headlines coming up on the Blue White Breakdown. Penn State is a favorite to parlay its first win of the 2020 season into back to back victories. The Lions enter the week as an early nine point favorite against Rutgers on the road. That game's been set for a noon kickoff on either FS1 or the Big Ten Network. Penn State played its cleanest game of the season in beating Michigan on the road Saturday by a 27-17 final. The Lions started the game faster, they won the turnover battle, and they got big contributions from true freshmen Parker Washington and Kevon Lee. That formula should be enough to put them in the driver's seat against a Rutgers team that enters with a 2-4 record and a fresh dose of optimism under Greg Schiano. The Scarlet Knights come off a 37-30 win over Purdue last weekend, but had previously lost four straight games. The score of Rutgers' season is that this team is showing up and competing hard against everyone, even in the face of huge talent deficits in most of their games. The Vegas oddsmakers still see a big advantage for Penn State in this one, even after all the struggles of an 0-5 start. The Lions got their first win of the season over Michigan, which beat Rutgers in three overtimes the previous week. Gianu has his team organized and competent, but it's still on the short end of the talent stick. So the challenge for Penn State will be to keep playing efficient football and let that talent advantage win the day. The big question facing Penn State's football team going into the final two weeks of the regular season is, which version of this team is the real one? That's the question Penn Live's Greg Pickle asked as part of his Sunday Drive column, looking back on a weekend where Penn State beat Michigan 27-17 for its first win of the year. The Lions had sloppy moments in their first five games and got off to the first 0-5 start in program history. They went on the road to Ann Arbor last weekend and found a way to fix some of their most glaring issues. Turnovers had been the single biggest problem for James Franklin's team, and they protected the ball against Michigan. Quarterback play was another major issue, and Sean Clifford was smart, efficient, and competitive. Slow starts were another ongoing problem, and Penn State responded by building a 17-7 halftime lead. Penn State's winless drought to open the year didn't help a team that was already lacking energy and confidence. So now the Lions can perhaps finally feel like themselves. We'll find out which version that really is. Is it the group that was reeling through the first five weeks of the season? Or is it the team that put it all together and beat Michigan? The Penn State offense has been decimated by injuries and it struggled through inconsistent play in 2020. 
The Lions lost their top two running backs in Journey Brown and Noah Kane, and then on Saturday at Michigan, they played without Devin Ford. What was left was a tandem of true freshmen and Kevon Lee and Keziah Holmes, who combined for 168 rushing yards in a 27-17 win over Michigan. Penn State also played its second full game without the services of tight end Pat Fryermuth. The Lions lost Fryermuth, who was their best offensive player, to an unspecified injury that ended his season. Talented redshirt sophomore Zach Kuntz was also unavailable at Michigan. In their place, Penn State started redshirt freshman Brenton Strange and a true freshman in Theo Johnson. Penn State has unexpectedly kicked off a youth movement at both running back and tight end, which wasn't helped early in the season by turnovers and underwhelming play elsewhere. But the Lions played their best game of the year at Michigan and won for the first time, perhaps showcasing a new improved offense that's been strengthened by adversity. The whole group was shorthanded and did the job anyway, according to Penn Live's Bob Flounders. The hope now is that the lessons learned at Michigan can apply for the season's final two games. Perhaps lost in the feel-good storylines of Penn State's first win of the season was another in a growing line of clock management issues under Coach James Franklin. His decision to inexplicably spike the ball on a first and goal from the five-yard line late in the first half went a long way toward Penn State having to settle for a field goal on that drive. All these are weekly occurrences that played at least a small part in the team's 0-5 start. That was one of four quick opinions shared by Penn Live columnist David Jones in his Sunday post-game reads column. His conclusion was that Franklin might soon need to enroll in a basic clock management course. There were 36 seconds left in the half, and Penn State had just picked up a first down at the Michigan 5. Instead of calling a timeout or simply allowing his offense to get to the line of scrimmage and call play, Franklin called for a spike that immediately made it second and goal from the 5. The Lions chucked up a prayer on a fade pattern on second down, then had a play call breakdown on third down. And just like that, Penn State was forced to settle for a field goal and went into the break with a 17-7 lead. That call ultimately didn't have a lasting impact on the game, which Penn State won by a final of 27-17. But it is something that Franklin needs to improve on as soon as he possibly can. Maybe a clock management course would be just the right thing for him. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue White Breakdown. It's available right here on Penn Live. You can also find it on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and rate the podcast and get all the latest from us at PennLive.com slash PennStateFootball. You can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from PennLive signing off. Until the next Blue White Breakdown.